Ready to elevate your credit understanding and score? With insider tips and a plan, you can take action to improving your score, which can save thousands in unnecessary finance charges. Let's tackle today's topic with your coach, Credit Christy. Hey friends, it's Christy, your credit coach. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Today, let's talk about APR. That stands for Annual Percentage Rate and it's charged on loans and it's also charged on credit cards. And today I really wanna focus on the APR on credit cards. So the annual percentage rate represents the price that you pay to borrow money. And in the case of credit cards, I've seen interest rates as low as 0% as an introductory offer, all the way up to 29.99% APR. So what does this mean? The APR represents the costs, the fees, and the interest rate that you'll pay when you're borrowing that money. Unfortunately, so many people treat a credit card as if it's an installment loan. And I'm here to tell you it is not. So if this is your behavior, we've got to break that habit. And I'm guilty. I used to do this for years. It turns out I was spending more money than what I was bringing in. And so I could never get ahead. I was always constantly paying my minimum payment. Every once in a while, I was able to do a little bit extra to put down towards that principal. And it turns out that minimum payment at the time wasn't even covering the interest charges. So that means my principal balance was accruing a larger dollar amount with each passing month. Okay, so let's get into the how, and then we'll talk about the what. So how is an APR calculated? Well, banks use a formula and it can be calculated either daily or monthly, depending on the credit card. And some accounts have multiple APRs. So maybe there's a special on new purchases is at this lower APR. Balance transfers might be at a temporary 0% or low APR and then can increase over time if you don't pay off that balance transfer dollar amount in full. And then cash advances, that means you drew out a cash amount against your credit card balance and they gave you this money in hand as opposed to making a purchase. Sometimes you can walk into a bank and do a cash advance on that credit card if it's a bank issued credit card. And sometimes they mail you checks either for a balance transfer. And I've also seen those checks represent a cash advance, but be very careful with this because cash advances are typically at a much higher APR. Okay, so let's get back to the calculations. There are actually two different types of APR. There's fixed and there's variable. Most APRs on loans are fixed and most credit cards tend to fall into the variable category. So what does that mean? It means this interest rate is tied to an index rate. Many credit cards are tied to the prime index rate and our current prime index rate at the time of this recording is 3.25. So typically that's the index and then the credit cards add a margin. So for instance, if the margin on your credit card is 10%, they'll add that to that index, let's use prime, that means your interest rate would be 13.25%. And if that prime index rate increases, that means your APR will increase over time. And then there's penalty APRs. So what does this mean? If you missed a payment, if you were late on a payment, or if you go over your limit in that tiny little fine print at the bottom of your application when you started with your credit card, it says in there that your APR may increase for a period of time 
as a penalty. So it's so important, not only for your credit history and for your credit score, but also for what you pay and in interest, that you're not late, that you don't miss a payment, and that you do not exceed your limit. And you've heard me pound this message, and I'm gonna say it again in case this is the first episode you've listened to of me. Please work on keeping your balances at 30% of your limit or below on your credit cards. Okay, so now let's talk about how does an APR work? If you pay your balance in full before the due date, typically there's no interest owed. That's called a grace period. It's usually somewhere around 21 to 25 days in a bill cycle. So let's say you use your credit card just to buy gas and groceries and pay a couple of bills and you pay it off in full. Make sure you pay it before that due date and then no interest is accrued at all. And that way, if that credit card gives you some travel points or some rewards, you can benefit from using that credit card for that purpose. Now, if you wait until your due date to make that payment, you're likely paying interest. And it sounds to me like unnecessarily if you're able to pay it off in full. But there are literally millions of households that carry a balance on their credit cards. And the last statistic that I had read had said that those households that do maintain a balance on their credit cards, in other words, they're not in a position to pay off that credit card balance in full, the average household in that category carries $9,300 in credit card debt. You guys, this is scary, especially when the average interest rate or APR on credit cards are close to 20%. So let me give you an example. Let's say your household has $3,000 on your credit card and your APR is 19.99%. And let's also say you can only budget $100 a month towards this payment. Of that $100 payment, $50 and two pennies goes to reducing the principal and $49.98 goes towards interest. So be with that for a moment. Just about exactly half of your payment goes towards interest. So every time you go to make a payment, half of your efforts are automatically diluted because you are paying that cost to borrow money. So on this $3,000 example, if you kept or maintained that $100 a month payment and never put another charge on that balance and just worked at paying down that $3,000 balance, you will have paid $1,193 in total interest paid. Did you hear that? It cost you a third of what you've borrowed. And this is the problem, is that we're borrowing money that we can't necessarily pay back in full and we're treating it like a loan. But think about the loans in your life. If you have a mortgage, a student loan, or an auto loan and have decent credit, you should be in the single digits on that interest rate. And loans are typically intended to be a little longer term, right? 30 year mortgage or 15 year mortgage, 10 year repayment on your student loans, four or five or six years on your automobile loans. Credit cards are intended to temporarily loan you some money and have it paid back. My first example in my mind, I think of Little House on the Prairie. Do you remember that show? And the Olsons had that corner store, that market where every Everybody went in for all of their goods and the Olsons would front that money so that the families in town, the Ingalls could leave with some merchandise, but not have to pay for it in that very moment in time. But could you imagine if the Olsons were forced to hold that debt or that cost for them season after season after season, they'd go out of business. But this is why I believe we're not taught this in school. This lending industry of ours makes billions and billions of dollars from us borrowing and just having it hang out there, gladly paying that interest over time. And if we can break that cycle, 
then you can earn the interest on your money and have it compounding and working for you over time instead of paying somebody else and them making all of the money. If you can stop paying to borrow money and have the funds working for you on your behalf where you're compounding that interest earned, that's where you get ahead. So here's what I want for you to take away from today's episode. If you are looking for a new credit card to start and have a long-term relationship with, make sure you don't look at just the introductory APR. Look at the bigger picture. Again, that APR on a credit card is simply the interest rate. That's what it's called. An APR on a closed end loan, such as a mortgage. So credit cards are an open-ended financial agreement. Closed ended means an installment loan. APR is calculated differently on loans. It's the interest rate plus fees plus costs. But an APR, which is simply the interest rate on credit cards, make sure you read the fine print. What happens beyond that introductory time period? Is there a penalty? APR? Is there a different APR for a cash advance or a balance transfer? And what index is your APR tied to? Again, most credit cards are tied to prime because prime is a short-term interest rate. And just know that that APR is a cost of borrowing money. If you are considering a balance transfer and you've got an opportunity for 0% at 18 months and your current APR is a double digit number, I've utilized this strategy in the past and it has helped me so much. I just gave you that example of $3,000. What if it's an even larger dollar amount? Then that means even more money is going towards interest and not towards principal. So you can double your impact. See that if it were 0% interest, 100% of your payment would go towards paying down that principal balance. It's a great strategy, but you have to know what's going to happen at the end of that term. So if it's an 18 month balance transfer introductory offer, sometimes you guys in the small print, it says, if you don't have every dime of that paid off, if you don't have every dime of that paid off, they can retroact the interest over that entire original balance transfer amount. So you have to be very diligent and very careful about making sure that that amount is paid off in full before the end of that term. So I know you've got big goals to get out of credit card debt. Where do you start? My personal opinion is to start with the highest interest rate, which is typically a store credit card and get that balance gone. Get it down to zero, leave that credit card open and just leave it alone. Take it out of your wallet, stop shopping at that store and just remove that temptation. Most store credit cards are somewhere between 24.99 and 29.99% APR. And that means in most cases, the larger part of your payment is going towards interest and not principal. So I don't care if they're saving you 10% with your first purchase. It's a trap. Be careful. Once you've got that highest interest rate paid, start with the next highest interest rate. Get that down to zero and then start tackling the next one. For me, my personal goal was to get to one bank issued credit card, have a longstanding, really healthy relationship with them with a low balance. Over time, they'll increase your limit. You've got an outstanding payment history and deep, long, rich relationship with years of positive payment history. And that's really all you need. If you have questions, email me at questions at creditchristie.com. And if we haven't already, connect with me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Credit Christie. And until next time, my friends, stay well. Subscribe now and share with a friend to stay in the loop for new credit content and insider tips to maximize your credit knowledge. And follow Credit Christie on Instagram.